Understanding Debt. May utang ka na ba? Hi everyone! Welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Almost all adults have experienced incurring some form of debt. Unfortunately, a good number of them do not have a full understanding of how debt works and how to handle it properly. Sige, look around you. Di ba parang ang daming may utang, pero kung tutuusin mo, naintindihan ba nila kung ano yung pinasukan nila? The dictionary defines debt as something, typically money, which is owed or borrowed. This definition connotes that there is something temporary, hindi po permanente ang utang. And meaning to say, it should be given back to the one you borrowed it from. Another way of looking at debt is that it's a privilege. It is why another word for debt is credit, di ba? Which means parang praise, di ba? Oh, you're giving credit where credit is due. Now, why is credit or debt a privilege? Because it allows you to make use of a sum of money which is not yours yet. Diba? Kahit na hindi mo pa hawak, hindi mo pa pagmamayari itong amount of money na to, pwede mo nang gamitin. But of course, with the understanding that the repayment will be made. So remember, it is a privilege extended to you because of a certain level of trust and a positive assessment of your eligibility or your credit worthiness. So, medyo let's, let's allow that to simmer in us. Ano? Debt is a privilege. It is extended to you because of a certain level of trust. May tiwala sa'yo. And there is also uh, an implied positive assessment of your eligibility, of your credit worthiness. Let's take a look at the origin of debt. Anthropologist, activist, and professor at the London School of Economics, David Graeber, wrote an interesting narrative on the origin of debt in his book entitled, Debt, the First 5,000 years. Very interesting tong libro na to. His theory is that debt originated as early as 3,500 BC before Christ, long before the advent of coinage or money in 600 BC. So, di ba grabe, no? Parang what he's saying is na una pang maimbento yung utang Bago yung coinage, yung pera. <laughs> so he's kind of refuting the traditional explanation for the origins of monetary economies from primitive bartering system as laid out by Adam Smith, the father 
of modern economics. In his book, Graeber talks about how throughout our history of indebtedness, um, that it has led to unrest, insurrections, and revolts. He discusses the morality of debt. And there are three things that really stood out to me you know, among the issues that he raised are the following. Number one, how people mired in debt would resort to using their children as payment. So, nung sinauna, ako, baka mamaya may gumagawa pa nito ngayon, ano, ginagamit pambayad utang yung mga anak. Ibibigay nila para magsilbi. Di ba? Parami tayong naririnig ng mga kwentong ganyan. Yung mga old movies, mga old novels. Dun sa feudal system, pambayad yung anak. Parang may pagka-slavery talaga. Number two, how the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and the big banks convinced the third world dictators and politicians to take out loans while pocketing some in their Swiss accounts whose interest rates later on skyrocketed, leading to the third world debt crisis in the 1980s. I don't know if some of you are already alive or may malay na ako. May malay na ako niya, 1980s. I was already in school and about, um, so I graduated in the mid-80s from college. And yes, the Philippines is mentioned as an example. And do you know that we are still suffering from the havoc created by those loans until now? And the third point on the morality of debt that he raised in his book is this. It's how the subprime lending era crafted mortgages that made default inevitable, how they took bets on these defaults and sold them to institutional investors, turning over the responsibility of paying off debts to giant insurance companies, insurance conglomerates, and eventually they were bailed out by sino pa? taxpayers. So, I'm sure a lot of you, if not all, may kamalayan na kayo no nangyari itong subprime lending which really caused the the global financial crisis 2007-2008. There are more issues raised and he traces them back in a historical narrative. What you can gather from these things, the morality of debt and the other things about the origin of debt, is that debt is really something to be careful with. Maingat talaga dapat tayo dito. Be it your personal debt, our national debt, or international debt, mga utang ng kompanya if you own companies. And inasmuch as debt can help us buy a house expand our business and grow our economy for that matter without having to put up 100% of the cash required, mismanagement and abuse of it can lead to personal and family tragedy, national and international catastrophes. So, does that mean na dapat hindi tayo nangungutang? Hindi naman, kasi there are good debts as well as there are bad debts. So, let's discuss good debt versus bad debt. 
A litmus test that we can use to determine whether a debt is a good debt or a bad debt is to answer these two questions. Number one, will the use of the debt proceeds improve your condition? Okay, magkakaroon ba ng kaginhawaan ang inyong kondisyon pag umutang kayo? And number two, Are the terms and conditions of the debt fair? Ibig sabihin, can you really repay the debt and fulfill the other conditions without prejudice to number one? Meaning to say, you would still be in a better condition. Diba? If the borrower is in a better condition post-debt as compared to pre-debt, even after fulfilling the loan's terms and conditions. Kasi, baka naman nag-check ka sa number one, na-improve yung condition mo, kasi, kasi nabayaran mo yung nakabili ka ng bahay. Pero sobrang laki pala nung binili mong bahay, hindi mo naman afford. So, in order for you to fulfill paying the amortization, ubus na yung take-home pay mo, wala ka ng panggastos para sa mga necessary expenses. So, yun po ang ibig sabihin. Ano? You have to be able to check Both. Number one, will the use of debt proceeds improve my condition? And number two, are the terms and conditions of the debt fair? Meaning to say, I will still be in a better condition post-debt versus pre-debt. Baka mamaya mas okay pa pala kayo before nangutang kayo. So, isa-isahin natin, no? if the answer to the above questions are both um, yes, then that is a good debt. An example, balikan natin yung housing loan, is of a good debt is a housing loan that you can afford. Your condition will be improved as you are able to buy the house for your family without putting up the entire 100% of the cost. So that's a yes for number one. Kasi konting-konti lang naman among us ang nakaka-afford bumili ng bahay in cash, di ba? And if we borrow from lending institutions to pay up the, uh, the larger portion of the housing um, purchase, they normally require an equity portion from you, at least 20% of the cost of the house. Now, to satisfy the second set of questions, your cash flow from your income and the other sources should be able to afford the debt service, the principal plus the interest without sacrificing your other basic needs such as food, clothing, schooling, etc. Yung subprime lending era that led to the world financial crisis in 2007-2008, they abused the housing credit. Now, wala lahat yung mga, wala nang mga 20%, 20% equity portion. Both households and the major institutions disregarded the tenets of good debt because of greed and ignorance. So, what's another example? The credit card debt. There are various advantages of using a credit card. For a prudent card holder, the general rule, um, the general rule questions above, yung for two questions ano, can be easily answered with yes. So, dapat improve condition, and even after paying the terms of the debt, mas okay ka pa rin. So, ano bang advantage ng using credit card? Diba? Siyempre, you don't have to carry around the cash that you need for shopping, 
you sometimes earn points from the use and um, it helps you keep track of your purchases diba dun sa statement of account nila so for as long as you pay the entire outstanding balance each month you fulfill the two general questions now the abuse happens once you are not able to pay the entire balance each month kasi the interest rates at credit card companies charged nako they are way too high but the thing is you can't seem to easily see that because the bigger figure in your statement of account is the minimum balance hindi ba kaya kadamihan ako pa minimum minimum balance ah. if you keep on doing this hindi kayo matatapos sa pagbayad ng credit card loan nyo. And hindi nyo mapapansin na sobrang laki na pala ang nababayad nyo in interest only. Then add the fact that most of the time, the purchases we make sa mga ganyan are frivolous things, maybe luxuries that were not, that were prematurely purchased. Always remember to follow the third basic law of money to make your gold Work for you, make an army of golden slaves before you buy luxury. And of course, my easy to understand and remember and apply guideline on buying luxury. Who knows? I hope you do know this already. I keep on harping this. When should you buy luxury? Buy luxury only if you can afford to buy 10 pieces of this. Okay? So, there are also loans that are acquired from family and friends and from robo-lending. Nako, mas mabilis pa. Kumisan, kailangan din natin patagalin yung process sana ng pagkuha ng debt. There is uh, an advantage to that. You're able to pause and really think about it. So, the principles that you should apply on these debts, either you get it from robo-lending firms or from your family and friends, my personal loans, the same things then. The two questions that you ask. Use those litmus test questions. Because, and this is how we will now end this discussion, that is really a double-edged sword. It can bring you benefit and damage. It is a privilege that you should handle with care so that you only get the benefit and not the damage. Debt is a privilege that you should handle with care. If you abuse this privilege, it will lead you to a miserable life. The debt which was supposed to empower you is now oppressing you for you have become its slave. And my wish is for all of you to be to become really careful in handling your debts to be prudent borrowers if you need to borrow so i do hope that you learned something from today's podcast and if you could give us a rating on apple podcast or um, pass it on to someone who might be able to make use of the wisdom shared in this podcast and if you'd like to know more about fq please just head on to fqmom.com, grab a copy of any of the FQ books, and subscribe to our website. And follow me on my socials. That's FQ Mom on Facebook, YouTube, 
and Instagram. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Fresh Fausto, your FQ mom, wishing you all a high FQ.